Now made with extra fructose, it's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry at M. Judson Berry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, he may have survived a plane crash and she may have survived the Titanic, but I survived them not knowing my pants size at Banana Republic last week. Then, we're keeping you in the know. Yeehaw! It's time for another celebrity social media roundup. We're talking about Lady Gaga's newest post on TikTok, Taylor Lautner falling to his knees, and the humbling of Justin Timberlake. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. Wow, I don't know how to talk today. We'll get right back into the trending news after this break. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And this is The Social Dose. Michael, let's yes. get into these headlines, shall we? Yes, please. Okay, first things first. Listeners, at the time of recording, this is a little bit behind the scenes, a little peek behind the curtain, if you will. I know that's enticing to me as a listener. Ooh. We record our episodes one day in advance, which means today, as of recording currently, it is Michael Judsonberry's birthday. But as you're listening to it, his birthday was yesterday. So when you go to his social pages and say, happy birthday, Michael Judsonberry, say happy belated. Say happy belated. <laughs> Michael, happy birthday in the present tense. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing well. I, I'm fully recovered. I was in Cancun all weekend I know, for, I for a friend's wedding. It was a lot of fun. It looked like a lot of fun, actually. It yeah. looked like the most fun I've ever seen anybody have at a Hard Rock hotel. We were at the Hard Rock Resort. There was yeah. a lot of uh, rock and roll music. Um, but no, we had, it was one of those weddings. It was a, a destination wedding. and They had over 150 people go. But they, smartly, they gave everyone, like, thermoses matching with their little pictures on them where you could take it up to the swamp bar. And everyone they invited was so much fun, so awesome, so friendly. So as soon as you saw somebody with a thermos, you were like, oh, we're here together. Oh, that's and it so was fun. Just, it was one of the most fun weddings I have ever been to. It was awesome. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. We drank. We were in the sun. I only got a little sunburned. It was great. Oh, that's good. You do burn easily, so I'm glad you were taking care of your <laughs> precious skin. Thank uh, you. Michael, yes. how old are you now? I'm 36. Oh my god, really? You yeah. look great, Diva. You look oh, really gorge. Th- oh, thank you. I sometimes moisturize now. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. I want you to keep doing it and make uh-huh. sure you wear your sunscreen every single day. <laughs> Even you. if it's cloudy, Michael, because honestly... It's not just the sun, everybody. This is a PSA because a lot of people don't know this. It's Uh not just the sun that causes you to wrinkle and look old. It's also pollution in the air as well as just like debris in the air, like dust and skin particles, all of it. Protect your skin with a layer of SPF, even if it's cloudy. That was, I learned so much. That's Mm -hmm. your birthday gift to me is this, uh, is is. skincare knowledge. It's the gift of youth. 
<laughs> Sorry. And I just remember, I was like, how did we get on this? Oh, that's right. It's my birthday. That's <laughs> It is. We digress. <laughs> um, I am not a big birthday person. No one in my family is. We never really celebrated birthdays growing up. So, yes, when I turned five, my whole family forgot my birthday. And my birthday, obviously, is May 22nd, as we all know, because it's the day. So we got into June, and I was like, wait a minute. My little five-year-old brain was like, wait, wasn't I supposed to have a birthday? Because it's now a different month. And my parents didn't know what to do, because they were like, oh, shit, we forgot. So my mom was like, yeah, you had a party, don't you remember? And I was like, what? And she was like, you had a birthday party. We celebrated it on your birthday. I was like, you did? And little five-year-old me fully believed them. She was like, yeah, you don't remember? We had cake. We sang. It was great. And I was like, oh. And then (laughs) as I got older... I just fully believe them. As we got, as I got older, they they were like, "Oh, this is great. We didn't have to do anything for him." So they were like, when I was like six, they were like, "Yeah, you're not going to get a party because your fifth one was so big, and you oh only get God. one big birthday like over a certain amount of years." And I was like, "Oh, that's how it works." And they were like, "Yeah, I don't remember. It's huge. We had all your friends." And as I got older, <laughs> the lie got bigger to where there was like a pony, and I would start to believe it and add details. I was like, "Oh yeah," and we played games, and they were like, "Mm-hmm, yep, you did." And it didn't come out until I was like in high school that I never had a fifth birthday. And the reason I never got to have a birthday party as a kid was because of this imaginary birthday party that I'd never had. This real banger that never occurred. (laughs) So maybe I just have birthday PTSD. Because even my boyfriend was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? I was like, I don't know, buy me a coffee. Like, that's all I need. And he was like, you're (laughs) so... Well, honestly, your mother's parenting may cause concern for others, but I think it's iconic. I think we have a lot to learn from her parenting style. And also now you have a really low bar for birthdays, so anything is going to be a pleasant surprise. I think the ends justify the means here, honestly. (laughs) For sure. That bar is super, super low. Your mom is such a star to me. (laughs) I cannot wait to meet her. Oh, Liz. And she fully owns it. She's like, oh yeah, we just didn't want to do anything. We're not big birthday folk. So, anyway... You all learned a lot about me. Let's talk about Beyonce, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough about you. That's enough about me. There's another B-Day to discuss. (laughs) We don't... This is the social dose where we discuss social media, not me. Okay. Yeah. Let's Um, hear a figure on social media, and therefore we've been discussing you. I I just hit half a million followers on TikTok. So that was I I am oh, a really? thing on social media. Yeah, it was a big weekend. Well, I hit congrats 500, to you. Followers. Thanks. Yeah, it was a nice little milestone. All right, but send them my way. Send some of your followers to my page, will yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Marco, Michael Beyonce, have you seen yes. how there may have been some alterations to the costuming when it comes to specifically our favorite B Mugler uh-huh. look? Yes, uh, and what are your I. Thoughts? Fully support this change. So, <gasps> friends who haven't seen it, in when she was in Stockholm, Beyonce wore a very like metallic style, like B outfit. It's very structured you know, couture, custom. structured couture with this big like Ziegfeld Folly style metallic B mm-hmm. antenna headpiece. As we mm-hmm. also discussed with our good friend Nikki G, it looks like she's sure shared a beetle ball in Thumbelina. And now she's in just sort of like a sequence B outfit that looks like mm-hmm. it's much more easy to move in and then just sort of like mm-hmm. goggles, like black, like insect looking goggles. Yeah, It all makes sense to me because when you watch her trying to dance in that first outfit, she's she's having trouble moving, it looks like. And yeah. now this second outfit to me just feels so much more practical for the type of show that it seems like Beyonce's doing, right? Yeah. It certainly seems more comfortable. 
Yeah. We can say, but I think that's where a lot of the discourse comes from. People are like, no, we paid a lot of money for this. Beyonce, you should have to wear the couture piece, even if it's uncomfy, because you showed it to us, and now that's where the bar is. So this this very much feels like a what I ordered versus when it arrived type of post, (laughs) where like you see something on Wish.com, and you're like, oh, custom couture bee look, incredible. And then you get Uh it, and it's like the sequins bag thing. (laughs) It's Um, like a shower curtain. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) With with a a bee drawn on it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This was fun. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, you, Beyonce. We understand that you have to change outfits sometimes, and we forgive you. And at the end of the day, we all love Beyonce. No matter what she's wearing, she's going to put on one of the best shows you will ever see. I think everyone can agree on that. Mm -hmm. So she could be wearing that shower curtain version. It'd still be a great show. Absolutely. And then everyone would buy it. Yep. Moral of the story. Wow. That was the longest introduction I think we've ever done. That was basically its own segment. I'm exhausted. All right. It's time for Celeb Roundup. Let's do it. Every day, celebs post online to promote their new projects. Get back at X's or just be silly. Today, we're covering our favorite posts from the stars with another Celeb Roundup. Yeehaw! First up in the Roundup, Lady Gaga. Gaga is serving face and body in her newest TikTok post, but we're here to talk about the news headlines saying she looks different. You've Mm -hmm. seen this video, correct? I sure did, Michael. I saw it on my TikTok For You page, exactly Uh where it was meant to go when she posted it. She said, all the gays will need to see this one. Um, So this was an interesting video because in it, Gaga's doing really not much. She's holding some of her uh, house labs lip products. Uh, and she's kind of just like dancing to a song by Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice, Princess Diana, which I love the song. And I loved to see that Lady Gaga chose this as a song for her random video because we've never gotten a Nicki and Gaga collab. And that's always been like a big dream of mine personally. But because of the video being like a little bit odd, like her behavior seems like a little weird. Her eyes seem like maybe not all there. And people are saying that she looks altered in some way physically. Like, they think maybe she's had some work done or she's on Ozempic. I personally think that it's a little bit of lens distortion. Certain Mm -hmm. camera lenses are not as flattering to the face and they can cause the face to stretch. But I could also see it being Lady Gaga's on Ozempic, you know? Who knows these days? Michael, what did you think when you saw this video for the first time? I I am with everybody else who didn't recognize her. You didn't um, recognize her at all. I'll be honest, I think she looks like a completely different human. She wow. looks gorgeous, you know, and Lady Gaga. Of I course. think I think Gaga is pretty. It took a second to be like, oh whoa, that's Lady Gaga. But yeah. I think part of it is like the way the hair, it, she's in this bright blue background, this like bubblegum blue background, and these big, big red lips. They're almost like giant, like Moira Rose lips. And then (laughs) (laughs) it always comes back to that. Um, Her lips are quite eye popping. Uh, And the, the greasy hair. But to me, she just looks like her character from the Joker. That's what it looks like to me. Harley Quinn. She looks very severe. Like the cheekbones are, they're like those Maleficent cheekbones. I could see how maybe it is the camera sort of distorting. So her eyes even look like a bigger shape. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was a little bit jarring, but that's why I think she's also super method and we know this. And yeah. I wonder if she's still kind of in her Harlequin character because it felt like a weird character performance. It did. And I'm wondering was... th- if all of this is just lead up to the movie. Like she's already starting to do wacky God. things to promote the film. I could see it. I could see Gaga doing exactly that. And you're right. Yeah. It 
obviously we throw this term around a lot, but it's it seems a little unhinged, which uh-huh. also seems a little Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn famously hot and unhinged. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, when are we going to stop commenting on Gaga's body? You know, the woman has like lupus or something, doesn't she? She's like MS. She has some like I don't bad... think she has MS, but well, she, I don't know she's diseases. super skinny right now. And we know she is like... She, cause she's a big fan of, you know, promoting healthy body image and stuff. So mm-hmm. her own weight has sort of gone up and down. But I think she's also very thin right now, again, for the movie. Yeah, so probably. her face also looks different because she is like, ga- there is like, it's she's negative 3% body fat right now. But yeah, I think everyone... that's, again, all for the film. Hopefully. Hopefully she's happy and healthy. I think she's gone full Christian Bale on this one, which makes her happy. She likes to be methody. She really does. She loves to lose herself in a character. And she's always done that. And that's also like why when I'm like, when people are like, whoa, Lady Gaga looks so different. I'm like, Lady Gaga's never looked the same way twice. That's like her thing. She's a chameleon. She transforms. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she transformed into like a basic bitch selling makeup for this video. And it translated. Yeah, the thing I didn't really get was all the people commenting on it saying that she looks like Miley Cyrus cosplaying as Lady Gaga. Like, at Sue mm. underscore extra said, this gives Miley Cyrus cosplaying as Lady Gaga. So you know what? Just it's literally, that, but. it's just because she's in like a platinum wet wig. Is that it? With, with a dark root. Yeah, because that's very much Miley right now. I just didn't see Miley, but maybe that's... Maybe that's part of it, too, where they're like, oh, Miley's face also looks a little bit different these days. So yeah, maybe everyone, that's it, it might be the Ozempic. Honestly, it's probably just the Ozempic and maybe. we're like overthinking it, trying to like find all these reasons and loopholes and jumping through hoops. Yeah. Well, a lot of when people commented saying that they think it is Ozempic. Ozempic is so hot right now. Everyone, everything is Ozempic these days, you know? Yeah. One of the comments that I loved the most was from a user named Leah who said, I just realized I never knew what Lady Gaga looked like. And I'm like, uh-huh. that's the revelation. That's the revelation every Gaga fan needs to have at some point is that her face transforms and you will never know what she looks like. You'll have a general idea. Mm-hmm. She's always vaguely resembling the same person. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's her styles. I, I, this is one thing I love about Gaga, that she is such a chameleon and she evolves and she changes as her career goes. It keeps it interesting. And that's why she's Lady Gaga. It's why she's still yeah. around. Yeah. It seems gimmicky on other people, but on her, she can pull it off. Because her gimmick is gimmicks. We'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Now, Michael, I did see a video that brought me a little bit of joy, but also Mm -hmm. a little bit of annoyance. And it was Justin Timberlake. I guess, like, somebody commented on a video of him and his wife, Jessica Biel, Uh star of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then the comment that he responded to in this video said, I don't know who you are, but your girlfriend looks like Jessica Biel. Congrats. 
hats. And the video is just him replying to this comment with like sunglasses, a hat, and a scruffy beard, just like peeking down from his sunglasses and then putting them back up. And I'm like, listen, Justin Timberlake, it's okay that nobody knows who you are. Well, a lot of people still do, but you have to accept the fact that Jessica Biel will always be hotter than you and probably more well-liked despite their recent, the two of them kind of wiling out these days. Yeah, well, and the comment, did you see the video that the comment was on? It was No, I actually didn't. I didn't he... care enough to look. <laughs> well, I did, because I'm mildly obsessive. Uh, and I needed to know the whole story. So I was like, what are they commenting on? And it was just Justin and Jessica. I say that like I know them. Justin and Jessica. Uh, they went, they had a date night. So he they went out to a concert. And okay. he was like, date night. And that was the video. And it's just like a little showing the stage and then turns on them. And it's them just sort of like jamming out to the concert. It's very cute. And I could see if you're just sort of like scrolling, you would see this cute little date night thing. And because of the way the light's dark in the venue, but there's like lights blaring on them. So you could be like, wait, I don't know who that, I could see if you are you don't register who posted the video, yeah. but you're like, oh wow, that woman looks like Jessica Biel. I could kind of understand where this person's coming from if they weren't just like taking the piss Trolling. out of it. Trolling, yeah. yeah. I, I know, I was just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I think going onto Justin Timberlake's page and commenting, I don't know who you are, but your wife looks like Jessica Biel, I think that has to be a troll move. And I am here for it. Yeah, I like that. I like the comment from Isaac um, Rochelle. Do we know who that is? No, I don't. Rochel? I don't know. I like the comment that was like, welcome to the plus one life. And I was like, ha! Actually, go. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to guess this right now based on Isaac Rochelle's... Uh, Profile photo, his thumbnail. He's uh-huh. a professional athlete. I'm going to guess football based on the width of his neck. That's Let's true. Look it up. His neck is wider than his head. Oh my God. Literally football defensive end, Michael. I am okay. so, I have a gift. Look have at gift. you. Look at you. Okay. So Isaac Rochelle. Rochelle. Famed I don't know. football player for a team. <laughs> football player for uh, the team that he's currently it on. Up. It's uh. Yeah. oh no, I think he's a veteran. He's a free agent, it says, which means unemployed. Oh, so I believe this. I believe this guy's story is if I did not Google and I could pull it up from my head, is that he has like a one of those NFL wives mm. where people like the wife more than they like oh. him, and she makes all the content, and he constantly is called by his wife's last name because they like her better. Okay, that makes sense. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking it up. That tracks because also when I Google Isaac Rochelle, the first thing that comes up is Isaac Rochelle wife. <laughs> okay. Okay, so scratch what I said before, and let's start over with this Isaac Rochelle bit. I don't think. I don't think. I think, <laughs> listeners, our social scientists have let us know that Isaac Rochelle is a football player known for having a much more popular wife. So him saying welcome to the plus one life to Justin Timberlake is really uh, initiating him into a very special club of men. Uh-huh. Men whose wives are much more famous and well-liked than themselves. Yes. Honestly, Which my favorite type of that- Yeah. If you have to be a man, bring a great woman to the party, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think he's even kind of trolling him a little bit there. So I love the comment from at Tatum Tatum Talks. This is telling my grandkids this is Justin Timberlake. (laughs) And this did make me think, it's like, it's been a minute since we've seen Justin Timberlake. I was like, oh, that's right. I was like, what's he up to these days? I wonder if kids do know who he is. I think we should lose Justin Timberlake to the sands of time, to be honest. I have not forgiven him ever since the Janet Super Bowl fiasco, in which Janet lost an entire incredible career 
in yeah. a big way. And Justin Timberlake got no consequences whatsoever and got to go on to make really shitty music where he appropriates <laughs> black culture. Yeah, ew, not funny. Not knowing who Jessica Biel is is tacky. Not knowing who, who Justin Timberlake is is chic. Yeah. And tasteful. Okay. Next up, we have Taylor Lautner. Where have you been, Loka? I, I think that's a line from those movies he was in. It's a, it's I don't a line know. from New Moon. From New Moon. I almost said from Twitter, and it's not called Twitter. It's called Twilight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how into the social dose I am. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, speaking of shiny vampires and werewolves, Paris, did you see his TikTok that is making the rounds from his podcast interview? I did, yeah, where he talks about, like, his body and all the struggles that he went through, like, during Twilight. I actually really appreciate it. I am a big fan of Taylor Lautner, mostly because of his physical appearance. I'm not ashamed to say that. I think he's very hot. Um, No matter what his body looks like, honestly. I think he rocks a dad bod well. He also rocked the abs very well. But he talked about all of, like, the pressure to maintain a body that was never really his natural body. Because you don't just put on 45 pounds of muscle overnight, you know, Um, and how he struggled with the media's reaction to it and the internet's reaction to it specifically and how they would always be comparing him to how he used to look. And it's like, he was like 18. You can't look that way forever. And the thing that it reminded me of is I remember during the Twilight era of culture, there was discussion between the first and second films, because that's really where his character has like a transformation into a werewolf, spoiler alert where they were considering recasting Taylor Lautner in that role because they didn't think he would be able to like bulk up to the point where it would like be the like accurate to the books. And he did so much work to just keep the job. He had to get that body to keep the job and then he had to maintain that body to continue. And I was like, damn, obviously like body image is a huge part of conversation, but I feel like the, we often forget that men also struggle with body image and that's, a very real thing. It's something I've struggled with. I've definitely struggled with, um, I've had my experience with like eating disorders and things like that. Uh, but this ultimately reminded me of how indie sleaze is coming back. And with that, we're kind of seeing a resurgence of these like not so positive body images, like the Ozempic of it all, the buckle mm-hmm. fat removal, these kinds of things to us, having seen them come and go in fashion, like we've seen heroin chic be really hot and everybody wants to be tall and thin. And then we kind of saw the rejection of that and be like, hey, no, embrace your body how it is. I feel like culturally we are shifting back to a point where the younger generation who hasn't seen this come and go is going to be very susceptible to these types of things. And it could be very unhealthy. And that's my concern. It's like, Try not to romanticize an idealized version of yourself. Try to romanticize the reality version of yourself because you'll be much happier. And that's obviously easier said than done. And it's something we all struggle with every day. But it's hard and everyone is mentally ill. (laughs) We all have some form of body dysmorphia. (laughs) History repeats itself if we don't learn, listeners. On a slightly lighter Taylor Lautner note, uh, did you see the video of him dropping to his knees to pray for John Mayer uh, in regard to the new Taylor Swift album. Yes. So she's re-recording Speak Now, Taylor's version. And obviously, like, Taylor Lautner is technically one of Taylor Swift's famous exes. But I feel like he's, like, one of the least problematic of them all. Uh So he falls to his knees and he's like, I'm praying for John. And, like, obviously that's John Mayer. Because, honestly, we should all be on the lookout for that man. He should be watched. Because who knows what this album... We might get a 10-minute version of a song roasting him. And it might be an incredible hit. Yeah. So, thoughts and prayers are with John Mayer during this time. (laughs) 
pray for him. Did I ever tell you about the time that I met John Mayer and didn't know who he was? No, but that would be me. I don't. I could not point this man out in a lineup. Oh. I love the vi- I love the comment from Emily on this video that said this is why you're the favorite ex of all the Taylor Swift exes. And I feel like that's actually a really proud title to have for Taylor Lautner. Best Taylor Swift ex. Honestly, Taylor Lautner chiming in on this discourse unexpected. <laughs> and also like <laughs> randomly this was posted listeners this was posted on his wife's page. So for this video and like I'm kind of like what was that? Was that a choice because he didn't want a lot of people to see it or was it just how it happened? So yeah, I think like oh, I they were probably that. joking around having fun. She did say this is the greatest album of all time. I bet his they wife were like, said that? T- yeah. So I bet <laughs> like they were joking about Taylor Swift, and he was like, you know what? How funny would it be if we did this? And she probably had her phone in her hand, and she was like, go for yeah. it, babe. Filmed it and posted it, and, and it was funny. And now we're yeah. talking about it. I just like the comment from Taylor's version that said Taylor in his unhinged era, and he he is go for it, Taylor Lautner. Who knew we'd he be is. talking about him again? And it's fun. I ain't mad at all. I hope we get a Taylor Lautner renaissance. Everyone deserves a renaissance. Well, not everyone. Absolutely not everyone, actually. Not, I take not that quite back. everyone. But I hope he gets one. Because honestly, his acting is actually pretty solid, I would say. And with that, we'll take a quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And we're back. Let it be known that my tummy hurts and I'm being very brave right now. Thankfully, there is a new TikTok trend that finally honors heroic survivors like myself, Michael Judson Barry, with more. God, Paris, you're such a brave little toaster. Thank you you. for carrying on. Mm -hmm. Stiff upper lip and all that. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is, yes, yet another one of those three-picture TikTok trends. All you need is a picture of two... All you need is two pictures of disaster survivors and then a smoking hot pic of yourself. Which, it sounds morbid, but it is so much fun, actually. So, the first two are legit survivors. Like... He survived a shark attack. She survived a tornado. And then it's you surviving something incredibly trivial. Like me (laughs) surviving being hangry with no Snickers bar in sight. And it's you looking super hot with your incredibly trivial problem. (laughs) And I I love this. Um, It makes me giggle. Uh, Did you see the one from at Francis? Kakakuru, I want to say is how you say that. About where she's like the first picker. The first pick is like some old timey people, and it says survive the Titanic. And the next one is some guy in a briefcase. It's like survive nine eleven. And then the last one is her, like absolutely serving in like a gorgeous black gown in front of like a beautiful vineyard, and it says survived hearing people chew as loud as cows. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That is a real 
ordeal she went through. And she is a survivor. To that, this that to me, that took me out. Because also, like, <laughs> you know those people were like... And you're like, ah! It's like, yeah. yes, surviving that is as hard as the Titanic. Michael, yeah. I famously survived watching Julie and Julia on a plane with headphones in. All of the <laughs> chewing I had inside my ears, I... <laughs> Medal of Honor wear. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> there's the other one from at Brooke Monk. And it's the first picture is another old timey one that says survived the Titanic, another Titanic survivor. The second one is survived a 32,000 foot fall. And yes, that is a real woman, Vesna Vulovic, who wow. did fall out of a plane. Her plane, she was a flight attendant. The plane blew up. She fell 30,000 feet and survived. Wow. Um, but it's not true about story. her. Because what did the third thing survive? It's not about her. It's all about the last picture, which is the <laughs> worst one, which is survived seeing Kevin Gates' story. And it's her looking hot in a car, and that's what she survived. That's worse than a plane crash, is seeing Kevin Gates' story. Well, this is a deep cut, because yeah. I guess I had to look into this, and I had to ask our social scientists, because I was like, what? Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Gates, who I also don't know who that is, posted on his story a graphic video of a woman giving live birth... Uh, and was like, wow, women are so beautiful. That was like the gist of it, I, I'm hearing. Um, but what an insane thing to post on someone's story. And could you imagine like like tapping through your friend's stories and then suddenly blown out baby vagina? Yeah, yeah. It just Wild. was fully a woman giving birth. I, I'm not sure why he did that. I also had to Google him. And then I saw he had a song called Thinking With My Dick. And I was like, I kind of want to listen to that now after we're done recording. Uh, <laughs> Is that your birthday anthem? <laughs> That's my birthday anthem. <laughs> Thinking With My Dick. Makes me think of Robin Williams, where he's like, men were born with a, two heads and enough blood to work one at a time. And, oh my God. you know, <laughs> That's a good maybe joke. he was he thinking that? with Robin Williams. I think he did. Yeah. He was really clever. That, that's R.I.P. so funny, that Robin Williams. And that's actually one thing I love about this trend, is that it's kind of like back to basics with comedy. It's like, yeah. one, two, punch. It's like, tragic survivor, tragic survivor. Not tragic, not survivor. Because <laughs> you know, it's unexpected. It's yeah. It's like dipping your toes into traditional comedy. And besties, it's a very easy trend to hop onto because it's yeah. still early and you can get in while the getting's good. Mm-hmm. What would yours be? What would your third photo be? The thing you've survived? Okay. Okay. I survived an Aries mom. Oh. Michael, what would yours be? What did you survive? Okay. Um, see, I actually have survived near-death experiences. Like, I was on a plane that almost crashed into another plane during a hurricane. I was what on a boat fuck? in Antarctica that we went through a Category 10 storm, and the boat almost capsized because we had 60-foot waves. I've been hit by a drunk driver trying to, trying to commit suicide. I've crashed a motorcycle in Tennessee that slid out from under me on a turn. Um... Let me try and see what else. What else? This have sounds I had? like a made-up Alexis Rose bit you're doing. No, it's real. This is why I can relate Murdered on to some her. sheik's yacht. And I thought this was all normal. And then I had a night with my friend Bailey, and I was like, "Yeah, well, everybody's had a lot of near-death experiences." And she was like, "No, they haven't. This is just you." And then she's like, "I'm never traveling with you, ever." Yeah, I'm also like, now concerned about being yeah. <laughs> anywhere near you. Oh, yeah. One time my dad and I were driving across the country and it was dark and we accident- we, we drove through a bad storm. Afterwards, it turned out we drove right past two tornadoes. And we were like, oh, that explains all the hail. And the flying cows. Yeah, I think mine would just be one of those long paragraph 
posts where it would be like, this person survived, you know, a shark attack. And then a this person dog. survived a piano falling on them. And then mine would be like, this person. And it would be all the shit that I actually survived. I had a homeless wow. man once grab me and tell me all the ways he was going to peel my skin off of me. Michael. It was, I was running late, though. I was like, sorry, I don't have time to be threatened today. Yeah, at that point, walk away. Yeah. Honestly, I hope you have a therapist. Actually, you do have a therapist. You have a wonderful musical therapist. This I have a great, great therapist. Shout out rough. to Dr. Brian Harris. He's great. Uh, yeah. Have you thought about what yours would be? What's your third picture? Is it less well, traumatic? As you, that, as you were saying that, I was like, I feel like my most traumatic things I've just forgotten as a coping mechanism, so it's hard oh. for me to remember them. But I will say, I did survive. Um, I did survive... Um, oh, I've survived so much. I survived a long, lengthy modeling career in the late 2000s. That <laughs> is what I survived. That is an accomplishment. But I will say we're both failing at the challenge because it needs to be something silly and trivial. trivial. Oh, yeah. And we oh both just shared actual traumas. No, I survived Dwight the other night. We're at this birthday thing some one of our friends was having and we're at the bar and I'm like, babe, can you get us drinks? He's like, what do you want? I'm like, eh, like a dirty Shirley or something. He turns around with two enormous fishbowl drinks and attempts to hand one to me. They're full to the brim. I was humiliated. I wanted to disappear on the spot. Everyone was looking at us. They were like, oh my God, is that what you got? And I was like, I panicked. It was horrible. I survived. Oh, wow. That's comically oversized. I think mine would just be, I have heartburn at 2 a.m. and there are no Tums in the house. That's mine. Michael, you're so brave. I really appreciate you feeling like this is a safe enough space for you to get vulnerable like that. Thank you, parents. Hmm. Thank you. Oh Listeners, because yesterday, technically today, was Michael Judson Berry's birthday, feel free to donate $1 to him or book him on Cameo to really help him get through this tr- trying time, I think we can say. <laughs> oh, $1 and Cameo. Help this sad man afford some Tums. <laughs> no, I have since bought Tums. Uh, I, I love Tums. <laughs> My doctor told me to slow down. Tums. They taste like chalky candy. I, oh, I don't know. Right. I think they're good. This episode is not sponsored by Tums. <laughs> it's probably uh, sponsored by Emily Ratajkowski's energy drink. <laughs> okay, Michael, what a fun episode this was. Fun little birthday episode. Uh-huh. We got so deep this episode, though. This was like real news. We did. Um, <laughs> we're real podcasters now. We are. Okay, well, um, friends, besties, everybody listening in, thank you so much for joining us and getting through. We hope we didn't make you drive into a ditch today. Yeah, and honestly, don't forget to catch up with us on our socials mm-hmm. or leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com. We may play it or read it aloud on the show. Yeah. And with that being said, Michael, I need to go bunker down before the Swifties come for me and all of the misinformation I spewed on this episode. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, friends listening, if you have a fun birthday story, DM me and we could read it here on The Social Dose, like crazy birthday stories. So yes. if you're listening and you had a wild, crazy thing happen on your birthday, let me know after, of course, you wish me a happy belated birthday. And Paris and I will read them in fun accents. And um, yeah, and now I'm about to go get Botox because I'm getting old and I need it. Ooh, happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Music by Dom Jones.